0: So happy holidays, you guys. Oh, happy holidays. Whoa, whoa, are whoa, yes. whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Are, are you too afraid because of our PC culture to say Merry Christmas? The funny
0: thing is, is like I'm, everybody that I say happy holidays to is like, damn it, Merry Christmas. Like literally. They that, get mad like about it. that? Right, well, I mean, not like, not like, it's not like real anger. It's not like you hit a guy's car with your car type situation. Well, I, I literally am waging a war on Christmas. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, it makes me yeah. mad. You no, know, I, I really wanted to just go away. Yeah, do sure. you and everybody
1: else. Uh, you, you, here's my here's my take on that, man. I just feel uncomfortable saying the word Mary, like
0: Mary. Well, we don't use that Be in Mary. Any other contexts. No, no. Here. Yeah, and 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 by the same token, when you hear uh, "Happy Christmas," that just sounds British. It totally sounds British. Yeah, it takes Does a it? lift up to your Happy Christmas party. Yeah, exactly. I when people say "Merry Christmas" to me, I. So
1: detest saying that it makes me feel so fake. I usually just say likewise or well, something. Anyway, like I, I, that. I, 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 you're like back at you. I actually yeah, I've said p- that. Punch I in the shoulder. Like
0: fact that I'm agnostic, I
1: actually love Christmas. <laughs> like I think it's because fun. the it's Christmas that we celebrate
0: is no. It's just it's, it's not people, a religious holiday. People are generally holiday. nicer to each other and they give each other things. And I dated a girl like a while back who was like, "Well, I feel kind of funny celebrating Christmas with you because you're agnostic." And I was like, "Well, no, I still like the holiday. I like I like you know like." People being nice to each other and giving each other shit. Well, and not for nothing, because this is not a this is not a religious show. But um, it's shocking. But uh, <laughs> we can turn it that way. Let's Don't not get some just oh, yeah. real quick, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to our father, uh, I, who, who aren't my dad, in my dad, oh, and well, who are in Wimberley? Uh, as it turned out, my dad and your dad, Ryan. Uh, and far as we know, yeah, far as we know, and uh, he was telling me. We got talking about Christmas the other day on the phone, and he said, actually, that he'd been doing some research on it, and I was like, "Wow, you really do have some time," because I feel like that subject is <laughs> <been retired>. covered. <laughs> yeah, he's retired, but um, but yeah, he said apparently, and I'm skipping over tons of important details, but apparently, it originally, Christmas as we know it is mostly based on a pagan tradition.
2: Mm-hmm. It is, and then That's originally,
0: this. like this this uh, pagan tradition ended on the 25th, and there was. Uh, on the 25th of December, and so there was interest among the, I, presumably the Catholic Church, for uh, figuring out a way to dovetail that with what is the birth yeah, of Jesus. With the religious, yeah. and, like what we currently know as the religious part of part of that, that holiday. So anyway. Man, that is a spirit of cooperation right there that you don't well, normally see. Well, there, were, know, there were, look, there, yeah. were, there were lots of, you've got to imagine, I mean,
1: in between like there were a thousand years in the dark ages when the Catholic church was marched into Europe. And you've got to think like there are lots of – that's a that's – a, that, that one to me seems a relatively benign small compromise to make in you order to think. spread
2: your
0: religion. Um, but, but yeah, but among factions that don't really see eye to eye, like that's that's good. Like, I, it, so – well, and um, yeah, no, I, it's really – it's interesting. But um, rather than the the history lesson, I did learn one thing today that I thought – that made me smile. That has a historical context and is Christmas related, but is not as quite as heavy as what we're what we were talking about just then. And that is that apparently, um, I guess the Mariah Carey oh song is one. not is not not anymore long. not oh, anymore got knocked off. That's right, it's yeah. number two now. I don't no, I don't think it is.
1: It, no, it's number two. Is it? It's number two. Yeah.
0: Um, the the I they were talking. They're banning it about on the Stern Show today. And uh, they were they were going on. I guess apparently it's been number one Christmas season after Christmas season for, for a long since time.
1: 1993. Yeah, um, yeah. In and, uh, and the Shins knocked
0: it off. Oh, how about that? They're
1: with their cover how did they of kick um, it in the Shins. The Shins, yes. Think uh, simply uh, having a wonderful Christmas. The kind of Paul McCartney. Cover. Yes, their yeah. cover of that, like, knocked Mariah Carey. Oh, yes. No, if I've heard their cover, I, I hadn't. I've, um, I've heard I'll some. Bet it's of good. it's uh, better than the Paul McCartney. version. hey, you know what? We can literally. Keep on going for an hour about this stuff, but well, we, we should
0: note that we are, we're absent uh, a fellow. We are producer absent Mark. producer Mark this week, who but he'll be here in spirit, kind of. So yeah, we're, we're, we're back in my garage.
1: We are back in your garage. We got we got a long show today. We're going to play some music, and we'll come back and, and catch you guys up on what we have decided to do. So for now, I'm Shane. Uh, I'm always Ryan. I'm Kevin. This yeah. is somebody likes it. The eleven, perhaps perhaps twelve songs songs of Christmas. Yeah, well, Uh, because
0: holiday uh, cheer, y'all.
1: We yes, uh, we. um, By the way, you know what? I really appreciate Kevin. We're we're, like I think Ryan said a minute ago. We're back in Kevin's garage, and um, Mark at Mark's house. I love how all out he goes, and they uh, he and Janet have so many blow up things and it's very cool the decorations are beautiful they're full bore but it stresses me out slightly because i'm like how do you and you have kids i came over here and i was like have the time yeah and kevin has a has a beautiful tree some lit wreaths and it's like it's it's manageable so we're doing the 11 perhaps 12 songs of christmas and this is a lot like well, I mean, it's like exactly like, like every
0: we, Bing Crosby special you ever seen.
1: It's yes, yeah. it's a it's very much so. Yeah, that. I think okay. David Bowie's going to show up at some point. I hope yeah. so. He'll just crawl under the garage door, what? Then, like an alien in a sweater.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's where he is now. He no longer dresses like an alien. He just has one on a on his old man sweater. Yeah, oh sure. Because isn't he? Is it David Bowie in his seventies now?
0: He is very
1: least. I think he's <laughs> seventy or seven.
0: He's a he's. He's up there, but I segued you out of your story. So you were saying, "Okay, no, 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 I... there
1: was no story." But I'm just saying that it, it's exactly like how we do a regular mixtape show. In this the, would be that, the
0: third of our the tape. third,
1: how in the and that being, um, what where the three of us pick a song. Uh, I was saying, like, if there isn't a video for your song this time, that I don't think it really matters because oh, yeah, night. it's Christmas. Uh, where we we're, will we're, we'll, we'll all surprise each other with what our three picks are. But not, not, not Pixar, the company that's owned by Disney. Pix, P-I-C-K-S-A-R-E. Um, oh, man,
0: I, I had all stuff from Toy Story.
1: Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> and, uh, and so, but I told you guys that I think that at least one or two of the good, kitschy ones that are out there, I think one of us might
0: so overlap. We have, overlap. We so we all picked
1: So we all pick backups. Yeah. And that actually comes into play because producer Mark, even though he's not here... He left us songs in his stead. He left us songs to listen to, so we will play ours. And but he only left us two. So if so we that
0: that makes for eleven.
1: That makes for eleven, and so I'm thinking it. Those way, songs we songs
0: go to eleven. It, I was waiting for that
1: actually. Yeah. Um, that's so you when you said it that is, it made so much yeah. sense. And we get to eleven, and we haven't killed
0: each other yet or passed out. We may by consensus pick a twelve. Pick a twelve. Yeah. So the twelve. Songs um, on the perhaps twelve. Perhaps twelve. To you, because Ryan.
1: everybody knows we're Somebody pretty likes it. goddamn lazy. Yes. What yeah, oh, trademark?
0: That's right. Okay. So having said that, Ryan. Okay, so get you us started. You said that I actually covered this song or brought this up on a previous episode, which is entirely possible. but I don't think it was on a mixtape show.
1: No, it was on a mixtape show. It was our first mixtape show. I went show. back and looked. And I didn't. Mis- oh, you know what? It maybe it was on a mixtape show. Maybe it was just on a on an intermission. On it, a few. It may minutes have been on an
0: intermission, but it's it's something that I look forward to with uh, Christmas every year. Is the resurgence of the waitresses, which we were talking earlier about. Uh, You're talking about the band and not uh, not just like, just the random. Just not like waitresses. The, some sort of like waitress revolution where they're like, write your own damn check. Like that kind of thing? <laughs> Not quite that. Okay. I do appreciate a lot of waitresses, but sure, <laughs> in, in many many ways. Yes. Yeah. So the waitresses. Uh, yeah, and their song "Christmas Wrapping," which every year turns out to be a big deal. And we were talking earlier, I think this was on Mike uh, about like the the list of like the top Christmas songs or whatever, and it was Mariah Carey for a really long time. Mariah Carey. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, they're number four on the list. The waitresses, "Christmas Wrapping."
1: Uh, I didn't think I heard this song, and this is why I remembered it distinctly because you were like I really like this song. I like it as a song, not just a Christmas song. Like
0: I just like it as a song.
1: Oh, I was saying, is it Christmas rapping like R A P P I N G or W R like W
0: R A? Right, I know,
1: but I mean, but what a
0: but she kind of raps in it. An in amazing pun, just affected a little bit of a punk white girl way, kind of a blondie thing,
1: kind of yeah. yeah, better kinda. than yeah. Blo- better yeah. than blondie, yeah, but because because that when she raps in that song, yeah, it takes. Such an amazingly beautiful song and it makes it one of the worst Blondie songs in my I, opinion. It I just like that song sinks and I don't mind
0: her rapping. Like that.
1: a fucking stone down to the bottom of some shit ocean. He's
0: talking about rapture by Blondie, which I actually like, but we we can agree with anyway, her yeah, it. But the waitresses. Like, but the waitresses, yeah. Like it's a it's a just charming little ditty about a girl who's kinda lonely around Christmas and then she like kinda meets the bus. So this will be our first track. Should we this listen to it? Album? Let's listen we to should. it. I believe it has a video. Okay. Oh, there's a video. Let us, let us listen.
3: us humbug, well that's too strong, cause it is my favorite holiday. But all this year's been a busy play, don't think I have the energy to add to my already mad rush just cause it's Disney season. The perfect gift for me would be completions and connections left from last year. Ski shop encounter, most interesting, had number but never the time, most of anyone halls, Trim those trees, raise up cups of Christmas here. I just need to catch my breath Christmas by myself this year Count <laughs> the picture, frozen landscape Chill this room for 24 days Evergreen, sparkling snow Get this winter over with Flash back to springtime Some again Would have been good to go for lunch Couldn't agree, we we're both
0: So, which one of those people were waitresses? I mean, they're only just like a... One of them looked like a school teacher. There's the only one that's a woman. No, no there oh, are two. There are two. Women. Women. The bass player was a woman. Women's. Women's. Women's, Women's. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah a, a better known for um, I Know What Boys Like. That's perfect. Right. Yeah. So, I was hoping for a, I Know What Else Like, but... We got Christmas right <laughs> They could just do like every hit song that they have would be a derivation of that That. Well, I mean, song. that song is, let's be honest, not that far off from well, I know what Boy's like.
1: It, no, it's not. But but when yeah. you say derivation of, I mean, th- there have been many, many classic, classic Christmas songs wherein they take the original song and just, you know, I think I saw today uh, up, Inter Santa, the Metallica
0: Inter Santa. Yeah. I mean, there, there have been a lot of those. Well, what I was noticing when we first decided to do this, and I just kind of, like, did a little of the Googling. uh, As George W. Bush would say. Every artist you've ever heard of, of some note, has at least one Christmas song. It's money, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you think about it, like, uh, every year, if you get one that latches on like this has, like, somebody's getting paid off this every year. This, that's a good song. It's yeah. a, it's
1: entertaining. And so let me go back and sort of rescind or amend what I would said before. I don't know that we – maybe we didn't. I don't think we talked no, about it on no, the air. We may not have talked about it on the air. We definitely watched a video in Mark's Garage, but it wasn't that video. It was a different video um, that wasn't like a real, real video. I've never seen that video before. But I we've talked and I've listened to the song – last time I listened to the song – was with you? I think we talked about it in Mark's garage when we were talking. Well, we
0: with, we had uh, bandied about the idea of doing a Christmas episode last year. And we just didn't get our shit we just together. yeah we get lazy. Yeah. Uh, none of that this year though. This this show's that's running we, like a top. We're on fire. We are. Right. Right. We don't that's even why, need Mark for this stuff. All right. Probably, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, long and short of it, uh, narrative of that song is like you know, girls, you know, in her, I think she's probably in her twenties at the time, and. You know, a little lonely around Christmas, she runs into a guy at the grocery store and they hook up. And, yeah, it, it's and a, it makes her Christmas happy. It sounds like... Yeah. A, a Yuletide greetings. Yeah. Right.
1: It, yeah. And the best part about that is the amazing sax, because you guys know how much I enjoy saxophone solos. That's and, not egregious. You guys, no. Come on. It's not egregious. It's not egregious because there's like the, the whole ska horn setup. There's like a sax and a trombone and a trumpet. The sax is pretty buried in that. And it doesn't... It doesn't... But, Go off. No, no, no. Why I don't care about it at all is that then there, there's a cool little sax solo where the sax player just dances around and um, and then blows, like, Marilyn Monroe out of his sax and shit, so... As one does. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff.
0: It's a little, yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of intense.
1: It, well, I mean, by intense, if you mean, like, um, we, I was trying to stifle Light-heart, laughter. Light-hearted. <laughs> Light-heart, light-hearted. light good
0: <laughs> Well, to be honest, Shane, like, I kind of assumed that wants the saxophone like the horn section started up I was like that here we go that's it this is where Shane loses it over No the no song no horns No thing. no I love horns
1: it's just the it's the egregious sax solos that I hate Anyway that was the Waitresses uh, Christmas rapping great song Kevin
0: Yeah so uh, so I have chosen James Brown put out some amazing Christmas music amazing Christmas music and uh, and to the point where the man put out not one Christmas record he put out all kinds of Christmas records like he was it was just like a thing with him it'd be like oh it's that time of year time to call up Bootsy Collins yeah right um so anyway uh yeah so we're gonna play uh Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto
4: Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto Hitch up your reindeer Ugh. Uh Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Feel every stock and you find The kids are gonna love you so uh. Leave a toy for Johnny Leave a doll for Mary Leave something pretty for Johnny And don't Forget about Gary, Santa Claus, go
3: straight to the ghetto, Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto, tell him James Brown sent you, go straight to the
0: ghetto.
1: A couple of things that I like about that song. Well, there was no video, number one. so thank God. it's not
0: I, one of the things that you like about it. I
1: you? didn't have to. Well, I'm just saying, I, thank God I didn't have to get up and stand up and walk around to the other side of the table. Yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about how lazy we are. Yeah. No, there are a couple of things that I really, really enjoy about that song. Number one, it's kind of heartbreaking. Um, You know, Santa Claus comes straight to the gate. It's not a funny song.
0: No, it's a it's a request. Like, and it doesn't really kind of get to the point until the end that it's like, hey, please, well, please, I guess the please. the context please. of it is that a lot of... Inner city poor kids don't get a lot of presents. Right. Uh,
1: Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't guess that's the subtext. That
0: is the subtext. I mean, that's what that song is about. And he goes through like the kind of thing that Santa should bring to different kids and so on and so forth.
1: So two things I thought were really interesting. One is I've never heard James Brown with his voice so raw and... He's not shouting in any way. He's got a really just low, almost laryngetic little voice little raspy. Like raspy. Yeah. Right. And um and then also, um, it uh, I hear James Brown and I've said this before and I probably said it on the air, like I've heard so many of James Brown's songs so many times and so many different commercial propositions that it disallows me from being able to appreciate them as music anymore. It was interesting to hear his band in the context of this song, a song that I'd never heard before, and it was really sedate, and it still had a swing in it. Like even hit, like so much of its faster, more.
0: No, he was he was really in the zone for I don't know what. Probably eight well, nine years. I'm talking like, about his band too here. I know. Like, would you really? Well, when I to... say he, it's James Brown the entity as a band as well. Well, and I got you know to to Shane's point, like I kind of feel like this this era of James Brown is like it's a it's a super lean like muscular recording. Like, there's not a lot of like pomp and circumstance. Like, it's there's no fat on this thing. No fat. But, but yeah. you
1: didn't. But what I'm saying, and, and you actually like kind of went right into what I was going to say. I mean, like when you say James Brown, we, I mean, there was no James Brown we. It was James Brown with a bunch of really incredible musicians that he <laughs> the JB horns that he that he that he rehearsed over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and never gave him shit, you know, like I mean, but he had amazing bands at that That's time. True. And so to 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 be able to step back from what I'm used to hearing from James Brown I can – me, myself, like, listening to that song, I'm like, holy
0: shit, man, that is fucking groundbreaking and, and beautiful. Yeah, this is off the Soulful Christmas uh, record that he put out in. I don't know. It's like 66, 68, something like that.
1: So this song is not just my favorite Christmas song. It is genuinely one of my favorite songs um, ever – and um for many different reasons but I'm, and not in an ironic way at all and we can watch the video right now and that's wham last christmas Kidding! That is really one of my favorite songs. I love that song.
0: That is a, that is a genuinely good song. It's a it, great like I, like in terms of like songcraft. It's it's really well put together, and it's especially well put together compared to a lot of other Christmas songs. Well,
1: I, so all other Wham! Songs. Frankly. Well, no, well, yeah. Wham! Has some good songs, but you have to like they get they get okay. So here, like you, I didn't expect us all to come up like so favorable on that track, but well, we totally did. It's it's an interesting thing. I'm a big big George Michael fan, and I found a lot of people that are friends of mine that I would never think in a million years like him, like him, and, and that's for a, a different, for kind of the same reason as me, in that he, um, he, he, he constantly tried to push the boundaries of being stuck into this boy band thing until he got, you know, Listen Without Prejudice, what?
0: like Volumes 1 and 2. Uh, listen
1: Without and- Prejudice volume 1 is when he, like, I mean, if you go back and listen, he, he's singing on that whole album about how he wanted to get out of his contract and he got put into these songs and, like, they, it's just an interesting story and I'm a big fan of the guy. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, this it's, video
0: it's, is quite this, something. This so yeah. this
1: video is really it's
0: just to set up what's going on. So the song... It's not as yuppie a uh, thing as I've ever seen. And super, like, super 80s. Like, really 80s. I think 80s. Very, like, 30-something, except for he was probably in his like late 20s. I it's think. like, it is It is the most 80s uh crossed ski vacation.
1: Every set, Everybody's so going that. to meet at a ski house for Christmas, ostensibly. However, it looks more like a New Year's or birthday party. Kind of, like, yeah. There's not a lot oh, of yeah, Christmas there's, there's going the, like, on. Yeah, there's uh,
0: multicolored decorations that aren't red and green. At and, one and point, like a, a cake comes out. A cake comes out with like, like sparkling candles. Birthday yeah, birthday. but there's also
1: a there's also a tree that he was. So in the song, he's talking about how last Christmas he gave gave you my heart. Gave, the very he, next
0: day, you gave it
1: away. So let's just let's be clear on this. For me, there is only one takeaway for what that means. Last Christmas on the ski trip, we hooked up, and the next day you
0: hooked up. With somebody you hooked else. up with
1: somebody else, or just which.
0: What well, we say thinking is
1: uh, uh, Andrew Ridgely. Andrew Ridgeley, who was the other member of Wham, which was he, known, he was he was the John Oates of Wham. Well, yeah, but, and the, so
0: the Art Garfunkel, the if Art Garfunkel of,
1: yeah. yeah, of Wham. It, yeah. l- l- lesser known thing when I, when I watched this video the first time, I'm like, so so this Christmas they all come back to the same house as last Christmas, and there's a few flashbacks with 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 he and the and the and, the, and his lover from the year before, and but. Um, I was thinking like, oh, this can be seen one of two different ways. It could be seen as like a heartbreak reveal video of what happened. Or it can be seen as the reason, the actual reason that Wham truly broke up. Like at the end of the day. Oh, that sounds
0: plausible. (laughs) I'm pretty sure sure that's what happened. There's a lot of things plausible in this. And one is that George Michael is totally straight.
4: (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. I totally (laughs)
0: forgot about that. He's not straight. Okay, well, um,
1: yeah, great great video we could go on and on and on about the snowball fights there there's a great
0: shot where uh there's every, a lot of whimsy in the in the video every,
1: right? everybody's hopping over there they all meet you know in this this house and they have a party and then the next day they go and ski the slopes and stuff and but at one point they're um they're running in the snow and they all hop over this wooden fence and they're throwing snowballs at each other and when george michael runs up to the fence And puts his hands on it, it's like he got shocked, and he's in stasis, and the camera just cuts to his face, like, inside Repose, and he's wearing, like, this, like, fur-lined hat on his coat, and then he, he, like, makes a pain, like, he's about to have a heart attack, and he can't get over the fence. And you, I guess you just imagine that, uh, that's where they fell in love the year before she hit him with a snowball, or something.
0: Oh, yeah, as love goes. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: the way that love goes. That's Janet Jackson. <laughs>
0: okay, Ryan, what do you have next? Uh, well, actually, I think we've got a Mark song next. Don't we? Oh, we do. That's right, yeah. Mark. Mark song. Uh, I guess you've previewed these, but Kevin and I, yeah, are they're, I- they're being unwrapped? I saw, I saw the act that was one of them, but I did. I haven't watched the video, so do you do you have a preference? Because you probably know what the other one is, and I don't know it.
1: No, 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 no. Um, Thinking, one of them was a Pogues track. Yeah,
0: Lullaby of New York. Yeah, or is
1: it Lullaby of New York? Why City? you look at me? I haven't looked at <laughs> you. Well, no. I mean, I'm looking at you because you know the goddamn song. The Pogues' uh, I don't Lullaby. Know the Pogues that well,
0: I know maybe three Pogues songs. This isn't one. All right. Well, let's do this. Why don't we spin up the Pogues, and then we'll come back and talk about it on the backside of that track.
3: Sounds so good. I'll be Time when all are The to the street, they hung up sin, sure we're swinging, all the we were We on the corner, then dance through the night. The boys of the going we'll by And the bells were
0: ringing out for Christmas Day. Of going to the Pools. You know, the, the thing is, is like, I've never. I've never understood the allure of the Pogues. I love them. I think they're. I know. I know a lot of people think Irish. Like they're, I know there's a, there's a little bit. That gets well, my like skin in a good way. What I was gonna say is like was like uh, in that track like when Shane McGowan is doing his thing at the piano and like I was like all right this kind of sounds like every like snippet of a Pogues song that I've heard and I was like I'm not loving it well, and then it picked up and it. then it got interesting there, like and lyrically it's great. Like lyrically, it's it's, I think more interesting. There's a thing with like kind of Irish pub songs, and that it even bleeds over into a couple of those. What are those like? Couple of like punk Irish bands here, like Dropkick Murphy. Oh and, uh, yeah, but they have like kind of a sing-songy, thing going on. Right. Uh, well, there's I'm, a little bit of that. And but a lot,
1: of, yeah. a lot of those songs are what makes them really interesting, and a lot of what made the pubs. Poems... Oh, by the way, we need to just state this What's for the, the record this oh, this the name of it. the record yeah like i had it wrong i was saying lullaby but it's fairy tale of new york not lullaby and, and my bad this is mark this is mark's, this yeah, is this mark's is
0: pick from producer mark so we're speaking instead um there's a lot of these po- i
1: love the pose and a lot of the reason why is because there's the there's these like n- nihilist lyrics like nihilist like like is
0: that what you said? yes oh, like like believing in
1: nothing and just
0: going no like it's it's
1: just no it's just like I don't know what exa- like like they just they just sound destructive. Like I'm just I'm just gonna get drunk and just.
0: Well, that's what I mean by like going full bore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like uh, you know, fuck it all to hell. I'm I'm gonna just dive right in. I think this song's
1: good. I hear this tons and tons of times, and I was surprised that neither of you had ever heard it before. You must hang out at like Irish bars on Christmas. No, no, no. I hang out at any bar on Christmas. At any bar on Christmas, you're somebody, some drunk fucking older guy is going to come in and like put in a dollar and play the song twice back to back or something. I mean, it happens a lot, but I think that's why I've heard it so many times is because of, I think in the last 15 years, I've probably been in a bar At some point on every Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or both.
0: Okay, so um, back to the top. Let's keep it moving. I am next. Uh, What band can I never talk about on this show because I know all their shit? R.E.M. Okay, well, they have a Christmas song. They actually, they would issue singles to their fan club members. And traditionally, they would be, one side would be a Christmas song and the other side would be a punk rock cover. And so I had Christmas rapping for the first one. This is Christmas griping. Uh, by Aria and it's it's a little curmudgeonly. Wait, they wrote their own Christmas songs. They wrote their own Christmas songs like every year for a long time. All right, so uh, what's the name of the track? Christmas griping. Christmas griping. Let's uh, let's spin it up.
3: Well, looks like Christmas is here again.
0: Yeah, guess we'll have to go shopping now.
2: I'll tell you what, if I hear Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer one more time, I'm going to go up on a tower with a high-powered rifle.
3: <laughs> As we sit by the fire, all the smells
2: will perspire. Yeah, and I'm going to have to take my nephew to the mall to see Santa Claus. Mm.
3: Just love to throttle the person that invented Freak King. And what is this thing about mistletoe?
0: What was was that about, uh, Burl Ives? Well, I mean, the song is called Christmas Griping, uh, and it's a litany of things that they get irritated with around Christmas, them R.E.M. boys, or them
1: R.E.M. boys. Well, I think there's other than the R.E.M. boys, because there is there's definitely at least one lady's voice. There's a lady in there. I'm not
0: sure who it is. It's not Kate Pearson. It was right around that time. there. You know, and, you know, it's psychic. not, it's yeah, not Mrs. Of. Claus, either, because she wouldn't put up with that for five seconds. You are right, Kevin. Well, <laughs> and apparently... Um, the percussion section from Fleetwood Mac just decided to show up. I noticed that. Well, yeah. well,
1: it wasn't just that. It was like, it was also like, uh. like the USC marching
0: band. It was Tusk. Yeah. Yeah, well, sure. It's, it's exactly Tusk. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah we, all right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, some Christmas griping over it. And one, I'm like, I genuinely like that song, but there's one sort of ill-advised, uh, lyric in it. Given today's current events.
1: Oh, climb up to the
0: top of the tower and shoot With somebody? Was a high-powered rifle. Yeah, and it, yeah. I believe that's, that's uh, like, some spoken by Mr. Michael Stein, who probably doesn't have a hand to to climb, climb up high. to the
1: top of a... Yeah. yeah.
0: But, you know, you know...
1: It was a more innocent time. Well...
0: 1991. The 90s. Yes. Yeah. Hey, man, remember the 90s? <laughs> Boy, do I ever... So uh, so yeah, that was you. You're right. That was uh, some Christmas griping by R.E.M. It's fun. I don't know that holiday.
1: I. I don't know that I ever need to hear
0: it again. It, it was. I, I got. I got a couple chuckles. Second. Second that motion. Yeah. Right on. Well, I'm <laughs> going to start playing it like every other day. So thank I you, just, myself. Oh, thank <laughs> you
1: for that. no! It was a very entertaining song. I didn't dislike it, but you know, like any other novelty song, it has a very a limited song. shelf life.
0: It's simple. Sem- yeah. It's. Uh,
1: you know, one-eyed, one-horned, giant, purple people-eater.
0: Without so a holidays, day. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, so is it my turn? It is your turn. This is um, Silver Bells, but it's a different version of Silver Bells. This was performed uh, uh, on Saturday Night Live, and it's a, it's a, it's a trio. It's um, Steve Martin, Paul Simon, and uh, Billy Joel on uh, piano, and it's quite something. I can honestly say I've never heard of. I've heard of Silver Bells, of course. Yeah. So anyway, is there an accompanying video. There's not an accompanying video, but suffice it to say that the uh, the I audio th- is quite is quite sufficient.
1: You know what I think we should do for every song that doesn't have an accompanying video? We should just play interpretive like a tr- dance. No, no, no. Like like the Yule log on the TV. Oh, yeah. You know, we yeah. should just have a video that's just that for the duration. Well, you know that we don't have video on the actual podcast. So no, we but... Can, we can watch it. Just like Chris put up on the last time we did a mixtape where he put up a video for every single segment.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We can do that with a Yule log burning on video oh, for sure. the entire length of that's the track. True. No, that's so a great well, idea.
0: That's yeah. a terrific idea. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, but this is this is a very unique version of Silver Mouth, which we will now share.
2: Last night, my child looked up at me and said, Uncle Steve, he didn't know I was his father. I didn't know for sure either. I just assumed I was. I'd had his mother so many times and in so many different ways. The odds were with me. Anyway, he looked up at me and said, what does Christmas mean to you? I said, Lemuel, Christmas is a time for giving, a time for receiving, a time for egg dog and rum, a time for cutting down trees and hagging plastic doodads on them and watching them die slowly in your living room, catch fire and burn down your house and all your possessions. So I told you, right? Like
0: totally different. Like it uh, was charming. It was charming. That was, that was <laughs> some funny shit, man. <laughs> Dark. It, well, it starts off kind of like sweet and hopeful, and then goes like steadily downhill. Like well, for the rest of the. Story. To me,
1: the how you can measure how it's he's slowly going steadily downhill. Is he starts out drinking eggnog with rum and brandy, and he just goes slides down with
0: tequila. by the end <laughs> There's an the eggnog the end. martini in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah he's just telling a story. He's like, "While well, you're drinking eggnog with rum," and then later he's like, "Uncle Walt was supposed to bring me more
0: eggnog." And then, but but with tequila, asphyxiated like himself he, he, in the garage. He's been instead. sitting in the garage for 45 minutes with the car, with the running. car running. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so basically, the, the, this this is a song that was performed on Saturday Night Live, and um, it was Steve Martin. He he wrote the lyrical content, uh, obviously, the, like the commentary bit, not Silver Bells, which I did a little bit of research, and I found out the original name for this song was going to be uh, Tinkle Bells, and apparently at that time, it already meant uh, peeing, and so the wife of, like, there were two guys that wrote it, like, one of them was like, uh, you can't call it that. Oh, but the original song, so Silver, Silver Bells? Silver Bells was going to be called Tinkle Bells. Oh. Anyway, but yeah, so... So yeah, it's so Steve Martin and then Paul Simon kind of at the height of his fame and Steve Martin at the height of his fame and um, Billy Joel on piano and uh, – or as they used to say piano. And, uh, piano. Model. Piano. Yeah. Piano forte. Yes. Uh, so, so, so anyway, but yeah, he tells the story of – and you can also tell that this is like Steve Martin like not far removed or maybe in the midst of his big stand-up show days because Wild and crazy guy. Because he's – uh, like there are little extra silly touches like the kid's name in this that the that the uncle slash – or the nephew slash son, whoever he is. Lemuel? Le- Lemuel. <laughs> so Lemuel? The kid. Lemuel? I thought it was Lemuel. I, I, I thought it really matter. Like, yeah, like, it's I, not I, a I was going to say I thought, like, was, I thought it was Lemuel too but
1: – Yeah. It's, this is something that we can talk about. We could go round and round in circles but comedy you cannot talk about. It's funny and – the slightly disturbing
0: and also slightly beautiful at oh, the yeah. same that time. Is, well, it's expertly well it's done. Well performed. And the, well, sure. the thing that I keep thinking about, well, a couple of things, one, and that you guys brought this up is like, it's like, so that, you know, the refrain of like the poem that sort of goes over the top of this, the back of this song is, you know, his, is Steve Martin telling this, this child, you know, Christmas is a time for this and this and this, and the, and the images continue to get darker. But, um, but beyond that, what I was thinking about is like he had to essentially time that out, so everything had to fit like a glove. Like if it, if it didn't end on time, if you if you rush it, or if the background is like, yeah, it like it, it's sort of that's, too like. Well, it's, that's that's it's, what you that's what no you, That's audio. what
4: rehearsal. That's that's, what that's why you rehearse. Well, like,
0: yeah. I get that, I get that. But I mean, these are guys like you know it's not like uh,
1: it was a 70s so basically you're assuming that they were spending like I don't know 80% of their time doing cocaine and dancing at 50 studio 54 sure. and so they probably did didn't have a lot ears. of time to rehearse yeah exactly
0: yeah. so anyway but it was but yeah it's one of it was I uh, just discovered that track and it makes me unspeakably uh, pleased well, it you was said.
1: quite amusing um, I'm, Are you next? I'm, I'm I yes I'm next so I'm gonna go ahead and do one of the um, newer classics uh, do it play you it. talked about it earlier and we're gonna have to watch it at some point so um, why don't we watch uh, David Bowie being Crosby wow was that the one boy? that you thought yeah.
0: everybody was gonna pick
1: no 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 this was one of my ultimates but he talked about it earlier it made me
3: think of it
0: okay alright here it is
3: to see pa bum bum Our finest gifts we bring pa. bum bum Rumpa bum bum
4: Rumpa bum 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 on unworthy
3: Can up, it be? And he is wrong now see, Perhaps up, we'll see See the day, Say the, day the day of glory See the day of glory Of the youth Living peace Living peace on. So Peace on earth When we'll we come eat. Eat. Every child must be made
1: So yeah, um it's funny, well a couple things are funny about that. Uh number one, what was really funny, I forgot about this when you were trying to pull up the video, is there's one uh YouTube clip where it has like uh, it's like not photoshopped, but it's the uh, Bing Crosby, like, oh, rap- is Bing
0: Crosby. rapping To a certain point, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Like it's, Bing, it's like Bing Crosby, and then it, it like, kind of uh, transitions to someone who is clearly not Bing Crosby. He's throwing some beats down. Yeah.
1: No, but he's got Bing Crosby's face. But that... It's very funny.
0: It's amazing. When I was a kid...
1: Two things. When I was a kid... Uh, we we got Showtime. It was like the nascent, you know, thing that it is now, or whatever. Yeah, it was like cable was still really new, and um, it was the year that this they did this this thing for one of his. Ben Crosby would do What's Christmas specials. A CBS special. Or something. yeah, but he did them every year for years. In fact, he died a week after this. Um, I did not know that. And also, I didn't know
0: that either is that it, true?
1: Yeah, he had a heart attack on a golf course. I, that but, part I knew. Or maybe it's three weeks. Maybe it was it was less than a month.
0: Well, if it's three weeks, that makes it. Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Even. But yeah. he, um, he, but it was before the special was released. He was dead, which led to some conspiracy theorists in the seventies claiming that this was computer generation. Which
0: I thought they were going to say that he was killed by. I the don't special. think they really um, David Bowie. Like, yeah, the, that the that, the that were, some angel dust. Uh, I'm just saying yeah, that cons- conspiracy the yeah. theories to
1: always think that the technology is a little bit better than it actually is. Um, but oh, also here's another conspiracy theory thing. This was recorded on September 11th, 1977. Oh, yeah. so it's, it's all, all tied the in. Yeah, there you go. False flag. Illuminati. So yes. So anyway, but um, when I was a kid, I remember thinking uh, I saw this quite a few times. They would they would play it on Showtime all the time. Uh, and it had just been released – it had been bootlegged for years and years and years and like five years after it was recorded, uh, whatever label, CBS Records or whatever decided, oh, we can make some money. And they made multi-millions of dollars um, from releasing the, this recording and, and this video.
0: This is an improbable mega.
1: In, in every way. But when I was a kid – so here's the thing. Like – they're playing off... So D. Martin was 73 at the time. I'm not I mean, D. Martin. Ben Crosby, ben Crosby was 73. And he
0: 73. might have been 73, too. I no. I think was, he
1: looked it. it no, that was, shut up. <laughs> and so so Ben Crosby was 73, and David Bowie was 30. Okay? And David Bowie... it it looks
0: about like he's 23. Right. No, you're right. Well, yeah. he,
1: that's what he says. I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so a lot of the their back and forth jokes before they start singing the song have to do with... You know, Crosby saying like, "What well, do you like?" any of the old stuff, he's like, "Oh yeah, I love the old stuff." Ooh, like John Lennon, John Lennon. <laughs> okay. Well, but here's the thing: now David Bowie is getting up to like almost the age uh, Bing that Brody. Bing Crosby was at the time, and uh, yeah, eh, you know, <laughs> time doesn't lose. But the other, but the other thing is, when I was a little kid watching this stuff, like I was. I, I I thought that they were the same age. When you're a kid. Well adults. Are you're just, they're adults they're or adults. adults. Yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. like I literally thought they were two old people just playing a song. You know, and uh no, that's not what happened. Yeah.
0: We well, well, got uh, Mark up next.
1: Okay. Yeah, Mark is up next. I have no idea what the other song is. I do. It's two thousand miles by the pretenders. Oh. How
0: so, was that a Christmas
1: song? Well, you know, I thought the same thing, but I never recognized it as a Christmas song, and maybe it's just a song that Mark wanted to play. However, maybe we should listen to it and think that it's a Christmas song. So, why don't we play the video? We'll listen to it and we'll come back and discuss. I'm so confused. Okay, well, you should be.
3: It's colder day by day. I miss you. The children will sing. He'll be back at Christmas time. In these frozen, silent nights. Time's in a dream. You appear outside of-
0: the first thing that I really like about that song is that uh, Chrissy Hine comes right out and says, 2,000 miles, it's, it's very far. Like, it's very far. She's just telling you. She's correct. Yeah. She's not she, wrong. She's n- no. She's nothing if not practical. We'll say that. Yeah, that's true. And so this the, is another, uh, again, another producer, Mark Opus. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Pretty song. Well, well, let me say, like, clearly that song is about Christmas. When we were going into... We thought it was the Proclaimers. Well, no, you thought it was I the Proclaimers. It was, I, kind of I was thinking it was really. the song Ohio by the Pretenders. I was...
0: Dun, oh. dun, dun, dun. Well, actually, it, no, you're thinking of My City Was Gone. Went back to Ohio. Dun, dun, that, dun, 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 yeah, the name of the song is... No, that's a oh. that's a different song. Like we can we can spin our wheels around us all day. Long, all right, right. all right. right.
1: Well, I can't, I, apparently I'm just getting all of the song You're titles thinking, uh, wrong this evening.
0: Um, middle of the road.
1: Middle it? of the road. Sure. Yes. Um, anyway.
0: Anyway, no, it's a pretty pretender song. It's also about Christmas. And uh, and to be clear, like so, the way that that producer Mark emailed this over to at least to Shane and I was and we're yeah. just we're just like they were just YouTube clips. There was no explanation as to what they were, so I didn't get a chance to watch both of them. Well no, what you so we were talking uh, about the email was like, hey, you know, it'd be kind of nice if you kept them unwrapped until on the show. Also oh, he was like, even uh, if you don't get around to them, that's fine too. Okay. Well we we wrap we unwrapped. We as, we unwrapped as, them. as it true. turns out. Anyway, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it's uh I do think it's um I went through like a little pretenders phase at one point, like Kind of like like people go through a Bob Marley phase or like a whatever. I I there was a point in my life when I was like, I just I listened to a couple of Retenders records and I was like, okay, the songs like, that I love from them, I like I think are classics. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. I and love- then there's plenty of stuff that they've done that I just. Doesn't do a damn
1: thing. Well, They're well, yeah. another one of those bands again. To to reference Lars Gornson, we we've talked about this about many bands in the past. Squeeze is one of them. James, The Pretenders are a band in search of a greatest hits album, and they have. Yeah, it. they've got one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, and it's great. Uh huh. Full it of is. hits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And
0: then a couple well, like the, 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 of records. Yeah, like the, there's the, a lot of filler and a couple of classic songs on each one. Now, right.
1: I think that's true too.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a good song. Yeah. I like that song quite a bit. Thank you, Mark.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. okay, who's next? next? It's Ryan's turn. So, just for grins, you know, I didn't want to do like all the you know classic Christmas songs. That's not like not the necessary. ones you've been playing. Yes. So I'm sticking <laughs> with my motif. Um, just for grins, I googled uh, Louie Christmas. Oh let's God. See what would come up. This track is Christmas in February by Reed. All right, let's do it.
3: Sam was lying in the jungle. Agent Orange spread against the sky like marmalade. Hendrix played on some foreign jukebox. They were praying to be saved. Those gooks were fierce and fearless. That's the price you pay when you invade. Christmas in February. Sam lost his arm in some border town. His fingers are mixed with someone's crop. If he didn't have that opium to smoke, the pain would never, ever stop. Half his friends are stuffed into black body bags, with their names printed at the top. Christmas in February. Sammy was a short-order cook. In a short-order black-and-blue-collar town, everybody worked the steel mill. But the steel mill got closed down.
0: Yeah, that's tough. That's... (laughs) I, I'm, I, I, I'm probably more amused by that song than I should be. and
1: it, uh, I wasn't amused by it. I mean, I, I thought it was a great song. but It was a
2: great song,
1: but
0: it kind of... Okay, have you ever seen that sketch on Saturday Night Live where Bill Hader's got like the... Um, the yeah, with the puppet. That's gone through Grenada or whatever. It's kind of like that. I mean, I was looking for a song. I just wouldn't want to see I didn't, what Lou Reed's take on Christmas would be, and that's about it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's... I oh, don't. It's pretty.
1: I thought it was. It it affected it, effect, it, show, it now, me. Like it, it really got to me. Like I, the whole idea. Like you know, like everybody loves the veterans around Christmas, but there ain't no Christmas in February. Get a, get a couple weeks away. Get a couple months away. Well, and
0: of course, that is the, the heart of the matter. But
1: I, yeah, was, I it, thought that was really the juxtaposition
0: and context of it. Like kind of kind of. Is a little funny to me. Juxtaposition well, in what in context of what? The juxtaposition of it compared to like all of the holiday cheer, or whatever. And I was just like, "Well, no, that's." I wonder what Lou Reed would do with a well, topic Christmas. That's here. that's funny, but you gotta you gotta just you gotta
1: just but bear yo, with me for course, a second. I, like, I, no. I just heard that song for the first time, and I'm still like coming down from that. I mean, that's that's one of the best songs I heard of his later. Of his later career. Post, uh, well, no, I mean, I heard... You know, there was good stuff in the 70s, a little bit of good stuff in the 80s, but, I mean, that uh, that that album came out, like, in the early 90s. I Is think, that right? No.
0: Like, it, it, to me, it sounds... I mean, I didn't look into it that much, uh, but I don't know when New York came I know it came off the record. Yeah, like, 89, but, 89, to 89 me, 90, it, 91. To me, it sounds like... Just very post to Ground, but you might be very right. Oh,
1: I'm, I am. I mean, I remember when it, when it came out, I remember reading a review of it in Rolling Stone.
0: Well, I think maybe the larger point is, uh, in the macro sense, like, what isn't, like, one thing that this show makes me think about is, like, what does an artist have to do to record a Christmas song that doesn't sound like every other Christmas song?
1: Well, and that, that like, does not that. sound like a Christmas song. Well, no, it doesn't.
0: And, like, and so you can like with with some of those guys, it's like um, you know with the the world like some of it they he would probably never cop to this, but it's like a little bit of it is uh, retaining street cred. Like you got to do something that's on brand, and he was never like uh, he was always a little bit of an iconoclast. But but yeah, to your point, like to both of your points, like I do, like great song. Like, Such a very song. It was yeah. a good song. It yeah. was really. It, I, well, and so I, I went and watched the two, and like it was really like a you know, I was like, oh well, I can do, you know, Blue Christmas, and it's got Rufus in it, and like all these other iconic people, but really it's just them having a lark at a club. But this is a really good song. It's a really good song that's really intense. And that is true. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so and this is actually also a little bit of a nostalgia trip for an entirely different reason. One is because this next track came out in 1983. The uh, second is because it was a little piece of the very first podcast that we ever did. And it is Bob and Doug's 12 Days of Christmas. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is good. Was with you back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it makes me uh, crazy happy. So so anyway. It was just a beer, right? Well, yeah. We're, we're going to listen to it. So let's listen to, let's listen to uh, Bob and Doug's 12 Days of Christmas. We'll come back and talk about it on the other side.
2: Okay, now, this is our Christmas song. In case you don't know what to get somebody for Christmas, there's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. Okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. Oh, jeez. You start. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks and a beer. Okay, on the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French toasts, two turtlenecks and a beer. Okay, there should be more there, eh? Well, on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four pounds of bacon, three French toasts, two turtlenecks and a beer in a tree. Oh, yeah. Fifth day Christmas, my true love gave to me. Five golden toks, four pounds of back making, three French toasts, two turtle And a beer in a tree. Okay, on the six. The golden Christmas, my true love gave to me.
0: So, I don't know, and this could just be uh, you know, being too close to one's own experience, but it's hard to imagine to me that nobody would know, like that somebody might not know who Bob and Doug McKenzie are. But there are plenty of people who probably don't know. who like, people like, who are younger kids. than us. But, but all i got to yeah. say is beauty, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, it's, it's really, really – and it shouldn't
1: – this is the the beautiful part about – eh? not beauty, eh? The beautiful part about them is that we as Americans don't necessarily understand those cultural stereotypes, but we do at the same time. It, it's just so – they are so funny that it transcends... Kevin,
0: had this on cassette, like, prior to the movie coming out. Oh, yeah, oh, deal. yeah. And we listened to that shit a ton.
1: I do, it was great. When I was, like, in, yeah. when I was in junior high and high school, the two <laughs> dudes that I knew that listened to this the most were Rat and Killer Tom. Oh,
3: shit. And
1: sure. um, my two... Like, one was my big metalhead friend and one was, like, my big rap friend. Neither one of them are, like, especially big, but you understand what I'm saying. And then they would, like, all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere... Pull out their Bob and Doug's Mackenzie, like it was like a craze in small town Texas in no, nineteen eighty five. It
0: totally was, and it or was like foreign and 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 hilarious all at the same time. And and uh, by the way, I had uh, time to like poke around on uh, on Wikipedia looking for like anecdotes about Bob and Doug, and. There's some there's some gold shit in there like it's really great. So all the so, SCTV shit like they're the ones who hit it out of the park. Yeah. The so yeah. So um, so Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas are Bob and Doug McKenzie and essentially they're two like for lack of a better term they're playing two Canadian stereotypes like they just drink too much beer and they uh, like like yeah, ridiculous they're, they're like, ridiculous like, over the top like stereotypes. They're blue collar like, guys. Who yeah. just, Like. Fuck up all the time, and they and they're they're big on uh back bacon, bacon and toques, which are like the knit hats. I don't hats. know toque is. is. like basically the knits, it's of, hat, hat. like the right. yeah, you know, the sort of ski cat type deal. And uh, anyway, and the, and this is taken directly from the Wikipedia entry. It says, uh, and so they used to have a regular segment on SCTV, uh, which says that, um, among the topics discussed on their show were uh, snow routes. The Canadian-built robot arm on the space shuttle, the inappropriateness of bedtime stories about dogfights, flat tires, and why aren't there enough parking spaces at uh, takeout donut shops? Like that's the that's kind of the level of you know conversation that we're talking here. It's but, it's funny stuff. Uh, but yeah, but the record's uh, really silly, and and it did very well in the U.S. and it killed in Canada. Like just killed in Canada. Well, killing so, in Canada's selling like what? Like five thousand dollars. Seventy five. Yeah. Um yeah, well no, it was uh, like it topped it like it topped the Canadian charts for a number of weeks around. So anyway, like at the very least, like never let it be said the Canadians don't have a sense of humor about themselves and um and so I have like clearly a nostalgic place for this record and this. We listen well. well, we like, listened to like this the record that this came from a lot. Back in the day, and then the movie came out, and the thing that maybe is my favorite thing about that movie is their father, who you never really saw, but is he was played by Mel Blanc, sounding like uh, Yosemite Sam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he I totally <laughs> forgot. About I forgot about that, about yeah. that too. That's uh, really funny. Okay. Uh, here, wait. One last thing, oh, you okay. before we move on, which is. Um, Just uh, Dave Thomas talking about how they got into character to play these parts in the first place. He said, Rick and I used to sit in the studio by ourselves almost like happy hour and drink real beers and cook back bacon, literally make hot snack food for ourselves while we improvised and just talked. It was all very low-key and stupid, and we thought, well, they get what they deserve. This is their Canadian content. I hope they like it. (laughs) It's pretty damn funny, man. It's pretty damn funny. And I think
1: it really holds up. I think part of the reason it really holds up is because it's wacky slash l- a little in it close at the same time, like not just over the top slapstick. Like it's, bark, 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 it's not in, it's
0: not insulting to Canadians, but it's silly about Canada, which is like I well, think what smart they are, comedy but. can get old really quickly, and slapstick
1: can get old really quickly. But sometimes when you when you combine those two, like overly.
0: No, well, they, no, they know Yeah, they, they hit upon something that was uniquely them, that was uh, pointed enough about Canada to really like strike a nerve, but in a good way. Okay, so
1: I, I, I'll just throw this to you guys. Um, my first choice for the last song of the night um, is the California Raisins performing "Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer." Okay, and my second choice would be Grandma. Got run over by a reindeer.
0: Oh, I'm definitely Grandma. Got run over by a reindeer. Oh, I was gonna go the other direction. Should I flip a coin? Uh, sure, you can. Are we still doing the maybe twelfth song too? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna be
1: doing that. Yeah. I've, I've well, gotta go in run... that
0: case, you know what? Let's do let's do Ryan's call. Let's do Grandma got run over. Okay, by a
1: Grandma reindeer. got run over by a reindeer. We'll be back. We'll talk about it, and uh, then we'll do the twelfth twelfth song of Christmas.
4: Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe she'd been drinking too much eggnog, and we begged her not to go, but she forgot her medication. And she staggered out the door into the snow When we found her Christmas morning At the scene of the attack She had hoof prints on her forehead And incriminating claws marks on her back Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve you can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe.
1: I don't think I've ever heard that song until I brought it up, uh, trying to find songs to listen to for this particular show. But I remember kids singing it when I was in elementary school and laughing about it. So I remembered it Dude, being it's really
0: basically. Funny. Uh, what is it? Um What's the Batman spells, like, sing-songy rhyme? Oh, yeah, you have Robin laid an egg. Jingle Bell, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. Like, it's it's about that level of intellect. Well, and there was – this is around the time that – I kind of think of two things when I hear this song. One is there's a story that came out after this song had had come out, and I don't know if it was like – Right around the same time or a subsequent quiz- Christmas, like there's plenty of suffering to go around. But some DJ had locked himself in the booth and just played the song over and over again for like several hours. Oh, I, I vaguely remember it thing. Was th- he like getting fired and trying to like oh, pay them back or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I vaguely yeah. remember that. Nobody ever, like this song never comes on. Everybody goes like, oh, awesome. I haven't heard this in ages. Like, yeah, I love, yeah. The,
1: I love the remix. So that was that song.
0: Which and you'll, like, like, uh, you'll never we, get those like minutes back. Deep blue something. That'd be another one that you put in the uh, like sort of you one track. Bucket. He, he missed the show. Oh, did we you, like yeah. Were yeah we got there when we actually did. I just to- did deep no, blue something as a yeah, as a few minutes with. No, I, I did. I wouldn't. I yeah, in I a know, show that like you missed. One off. Pretty much bad song, but it has like pretty a much care. bad song. It's. It's got that one little jingle. Yeah, 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 but yeah. That jangly, stuff, thing in it. But that
1: jangly thing was cool twenty years ago. Now it just seems simplistic and annoying. Well, it was right. all those things.
0: Yeah. So, okay. yeah, not to not sidetrack us, but um, thanks, Shane, for uh, sharing that one.
1: Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: hey, what the hell are you guys doing? Oh, it's Mark. Oh, wait! You just like materialized out Jeez. of nowhere. Or a, Cleveland. I leave you guys alone for one night. Is this the magic of Christmas that you're here? It is. It is, yeah. I'm well, feeling all warm back. and tingly. Thanks, guys. It's pretty amazing.
0: We tried to stretch this uh, show as long as we could, uh, so we've been so doing as many back. songs as possible.
2: I know. You have been working on this. See, I left Monday, and it's now. We've basically been in Kevin's garage, yeah. So yeah. You have been in here for four days. Yeah. I'm really cold and it. hungry. I yeah. bet. Uh huh. It's uh, really
0: all about the suffering of Christmas.
2: Well, hopefully, now that I'm here, we can That's wrap this thing. What really do associate Christmas uh, with?
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we tried to, and that didn't work.
1: Yeah. So let me let me let's let me come clean here real quick. So what we we, we had decided we were going to do a consensus pick for the the 12th song, and um, we did, and it sounded like it was going to be amusing. Jeez. It, it but was turns n- out it was not that I am oddly and strangely very passionate. In a negative way about the song um, "Do They Know It's Christmas" by the supergroup hit from the well, I guess it's not a supergroup; it's just a lot of. Well, no, it was kind of the ultimate supergroup. Well, you no, think I about it, there, it's a lot of famous people singing. It's sort of like the the We Are the World, the English all all English. They, they, and they Irish set religion. yeah,
0: they set the template for that, and anyhow
3: what didn't make
1: for great
0: podcast. Yeah.
1: yeah, I got uh, I got I it turns out I feel very strongly about it. It's it's a very condescending song in my opinion, but we won't so tread gonna, that path.
0: Yeah, we're going to do something different.
1: Yeah, so we decided to reconvene in Kevin's garage 3 days later um and Mark is back in town um to to listen to another song and wrap wrap this up and a neat little bow within a neat little bow and in
2: not such an angry manner. So what will be the 12th song of Christmas?
0: Uh, well, it's uh, it's oddly enough, so there was a uh, Flavor Wire article that came out in, I don't know, like 2011, that was just nothing but uh, what they referred to as criminally underappreciated uh, Christmas songs. And You were- read them off to us, and I think... Criminally underrated is is a bit Overstated. of hyperbole. Yeah, hyperbole. Certainly, most of them. Certainly, for some of them, it's it's overstating. But for uh, but for this track, this is this is a track by um, Texas band uh, that started out in Denton in the DFW area and has spent well, like, some time in Austin, like your your wife's uh, area where she's old stomping school. grounds. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, band is Centromanic, and uh, it's the Christmassy title Fuselage. It's starting to look like Christmas once again. Anyway, they said uh, This is this is a little snippet from uh, from the piece They said um, Speaking of underappreciated songs from Texans Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you Centromatic All of Will Johnson uh, All of Will Johnson's projects are criminally Underacknowledged by the music press, the buying public um, Shane is nodding his agreement But this original holiday composition Created for Dallas and Denton area comp- For a Dallas and Denton area compilation Which kicks off with the lyric You say what you gotta say to me But try to say it nicely.'" Which I, think I don't is, think that's a word. I but, don't think it is I kind of yeah, like it though. Yeah. It's nothing short of a forgotten Christmas classic. Chalk it up to the sleigh bells or the talk of strange family traditions. Something about this song feels like a Gen X Christmas come a calling. We should listen to this song, and then come back and talk about it. Let's do it. was Will Johnson.
2: And syntramatic.
0: And syntraumatic. Yes.
2: And fuselage.
0: And yeah, fuselage. And actually, like uh even though I agree with you guys, like maybe criminally underappreciated for the entire eleven that were on that flavor wire list is probably not the right way to put it. I thought this is pretty pretty that, snappy. a good song. song. That's yeah. pretty
1: cr- criminally uh, um underrepresented yeah. in my opinion. That's a I thought it was a great song. Yeah. But as uh David Spade
0: would say, long tail on that kite. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, there is. It, ha, it has a. Uh, what did you call it? Little coda, an epilogue. I yeah, a coda. A coda, epilogue. It, it's just yeah.
2: like little.
1: It's just like a like a spiraling sound, like. Well,
2: and then it's also. And got it's got the, tinkling it's also piano. got Kind of that that humming intermission part. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there were a couple of times in that track. I was like, oh, I guess it's over, and then it was not over. But it's probably about as festive as like, you know, what late nineties. Indie rock gets, well, yeah, also, but I mean, it,
1: but, I mean, he definitely there's that shift into the minor chord, and also I notice he doesn't change the the chords in between the the verse and the chorus. If anybody's interested in knowing I, that, I'm
0: also I'm also kind of a, just a sucker for, uh, well, I mean, certainly like late '90s alternative pop, but but beyond that, like like lyrically, the content is like a little dark, but the song is like kind of upbeat and. Yeah. Well, you, know, you mentioned
2: you mentioned that this was that this was on a a local radio. <laughs>
0: I think compilation. it was a, a compilation. So it was well, probably it the Edge DFW area compilation. I don't know. So if yeah, it was, it was probably, probably KDGE. KDG, yeah,
2: uh, the Edge released a Christmas album. So I would think that this was probably about as as Christmassy as you would you would go. Oh, yeah. With that well, with yeah. that kind of crowd. I mean, this is
1: a, this falls right in with we listen to my favorite christmas song at the top of this show which is not christmasy at all which is Wham's last christmas um i love that song i listen to that song all year long and this is the kind of song i would listen to not just in context like yeah. i don't i wouldn't listen to white christmas in like march probably but i would
0: listen to this like any time of year it's a good well, song well dramatic was always one of those bands that would kind of fit into like that pavement super chunk idiom uh but they were one of the
1: better ones. They're more melodic, I think, than both of those bands. Like, I, I mean, I, you're right. I, like the people that would go to those shows would go to a Sentromatic show. But he's got a – He he uses um, like his music isn't like super. It isn't like it's it's crunchy, but it's not aggressive at
0: all. Really? Yeah. I'll give you that. Thanks, Kevin. So uh, so anyway, that's this this. That's episode. the twelfth song <laughs> of our Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So well, they that, <laughs> a Christmas.
1: That that was um that was much more light i mean the song necessarily wasn't more lighthearted but the banter post song was certainly oh, yeah. well, more lighthearted
0: and i just frankly i like the song better but oh yeah it's just me the song yeah. is much much better uh kevin you've got next but we're taking a couple weeks off right we are going to take some time off uh yeah we yeah the new year's coming around it's coming around finally Fine, we've been talking to it all year long and it's like okay come on new, new year all right, all right fine right. so anyway yeah so it's so it's coming around Um, there has, there's been some talk about, uh, maybe one other, uh, fun, uh, kind of mix and match type episode that we might roll out early next year. So I'll just leave that as a, as a tease, but suffice it to say that, uh, if we do it, I think it'd be kind of a fun exercise. Well, I think we've got a couple buffer shows between now and then we do. So, so listen, yeah, if you're, if you got this podcast pulled down, find another one and listen to them continuously until we record again. Continuous, continuously. Up. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, well, they always have those like, fucking Christmas, mar- like they're having like a Mythbusters marathon for 12. You know, there's always like marathons in the holidays. Oh, this could be this. Do. this was you, Yeah, but it <laughs> but it would be entirely contingent upon the listener yeah,
0: just going ahead and just to, listening to them to all. Them yeah, they'd <laughs> yeah. have to do it themselves. A so. lot of, I don't want uh, blood like on my hands, DIY. so I, I don't know if that's such a great idea. but You, you don't want blood on your hands? I don't
2: head? want blood on my hands. Okay, fair enough. Yeah.
0: All right, well, folks. Uh,
2: Happiest of holidays to everybody. Yeah. However, oh, oh, oh. however you ce- celebrate them. Your daddy's
1: in jail. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to get into that. Oh, we should have covered that. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan.
2: I'm Shane. And I'm Mark.
0: This is somebody likes it.
2: This is my son's favorite. Do you know this? One? Oh, I do indeed. It's a lovely thing.